What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Bonus episode of the franchise. That's what you've stumbled upon here. I will right. be your host for the evening, the D train, <laughs> Daniel Ehrenberg. <clears throat> Believe Danny just got off the train. He's probably a little tired. Uh, it's okay. I'm a little delirious at the moment. Yeah, I understand. Uh, we are uh, we are doing our bonus. Uh, this ties in with uh, the coordination of this year's sort of theme, where we cover something earlier, and then when its new version is released, we're ready. So we covered Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery Two, and now we ventured out to theaters to see the remake. We did do that. Uh, I saw it on Saturday. How about you, buddy? So did I. All right. All right. It was a, it was an uneventful, uh, typical Henry experience. Didn't have to move. Uh, not a lot of people in the audience. (laughs) Hey, that's great news, man. Well, was was pet cemetery not, uh, I mean, how'd it do? I haven't even looked that shit up. Uh, I don't know. You're usually the, the boffo guy. I don't believe it's had Boffo B.O., Henry. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's... Um, but, you know, I think it's doing all right. Let me Google it. It's getting them mixed reviews, so you never know with those. It is. It's very mixed. But then again, it's also horror. Right. And people right. just go see these fucking things. It's very rarely I'm... a horror flop. Like, people were yeah. calling Happy Death Day to you a flop. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't do as well as the first one, but I like Googled recently. I was curious how much it made. It yeah. made like eighty million dollars on like a nine million dollar budget. That's like uh, really good. I kind of love that. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm guilty of that. It's the it's the only genre where I usually will venture out. Because people are a fan of the genre. I think think that's what superhero is becoming to some people too, Henry. That's why, like, there's very rarely a superhero flop. You could be right about that. Yeah, however, I'll be skipping... uh, I skipped Aquaman, and I'll be skipping uh, Shazam. Well, I think it probably helps to have the Marvel name on it. Like, anything they pop out, Marvel. Like, I, I just can't imagine at, like, movie 27, Marvel having a flop. Right. Right, that's true. Yeah, Captain Marvel like got super mixed reviews. It made a billion dollars, Henry. Did it really? It's over a billion. Wow, Jesus, no one cares. Yeah, no, no one cares. It's Marvel. Yeah, it was a good movie. Three stars. I I saw it yesterday, Henry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, see, um, I decided to. Sneak into movies after Pet Cemetery. Okay. Uh, I don't even think I need to do that because I have the, um, I've got the AMC. Oh, you went to that? Club or whatever. Yeah, I'm part of that too, but not the upgraded one where you get all that stuff. I get three free movies a week. Jesus. Yes. Um, And I almost never use it, but it's nice. Anytime I want to go to the theaters, it's free. Yeah, but um, you know, it, it it's uh, it's still fun to sneak. So I could have legally gone to three movies yesterday, I think, <laughs> but I just snuck two of them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to give yeah. these conglomerates my money. 
They it both would have gone to Disney. Right. Yeah. How many stars? For Cap Marvel, let's do our theater going experiences, Henry. Well, we're we're gonna. I didn't know if you'd think I just wanted an off the cuff rating for that. Oh, I'll tell you what, Captain Marvel, Henry. Mm-hmm. People, for some reason, have decided this is going to be one that we're allowed to criticize. I, I see. I think because they're comparing it to Wonder Woman, or uh-huh. they feel they'd be virtue signaling to give the lady Marvel movie a big praise after the black one got so much last year. Okay. All right. I, I think this Captain Marvel movie is great, Henry. Mm. I think it's upper echelon Marvel, and I oh. give it a four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I I had a good time. I liked it. Um, it was just I I didn't think I. I mean, I'm seasoned enough. I think a moviegoer to not have those things affect me. But uh, I uh, think you're probably nobody's right on, on seasoned this, yeah. enough, Henry. Never. You can never get enough seasoning. You can never get enough seasoning. You know, everybody always seems bland to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I thought it would have been really more uh, a four-star movie if I could have. I think I told you this when I first saw it. Could have had a little bit more uh, of uh, flashback in the backstory. It was a little strange for us newbies to Captain Marvel. Uh, I liked the flashbacks. Doing I the liked the story. utter disdain. For yep. having an origin story. Well, Listen, I understand, but Captain either do Marvel, it or don't. No, either do it or don't. I disagree. Don't I, I like the half-ass of it because they didn't half-ass <laughs> on the filmic aspect of it. It's really beautifully weaved in editorially. And um, I I just... Um, Captain Marvel's got a boring flash thing. They're, like, obligated to do it because it's the first Captain Marvel movie. But the Captain Marvel flashback sucks. Like... Oh, I think you told me that when I brought this up to you. Yeah, and that's what I was worried okay. they'd do in the movie, where we'd just be, like, fucking endlessly treading through Cree mythology. But, right. no, it's well, fine. I want For I most of the human form. Oh, Car- C. Danvers. Views. Yeah, because you know, they keep showing you that, and then, but you can't really make anything of it, you know. Eh... <laughs> huh. Anyway, whatever. They could have shown her flying planes on Earth a couple more times, maybe. But that's about it. That's a three star for me. I think it's a four, man. All right. All right, where are we headed? You were talking about your theater going experience for Pet Cemetery. Well, right. So I get in there. I went to the AMC at 34th Street. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. They were trying to get you to sign something to uh, impact Con Edison the way that they implement green technology. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So um, I got in there. You know, the girl was good looking. That helped, of course. Um, Right. And, uh, you know, but it was fine. It was it seemed quick, but it wasn't. You know, you have to fill out like your email address, like from four different places or whatever. And um, but they gave me a five dollar gift card, Henry. Oh, wow. To any AMC theater, one of which I was in currently. Worth it. So I got this free five dollars. I went to go see Pet Cemetery. It was in the Dolby Theater, Henry. I talked about this in Ocean's 8, where it's like the one nice theater in the movie where the picture is good and the sound is good. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I uh, I saw Pet Cemetery in there. I don't know why that was the movie they chose to go in there. Right. <laughs> it doesn't seem yeah. big enough or something. What yeah, was the sure. bigger release this week? Uh, well, didn't Shazam come out? Shazam, there you go. Why wasn't that in the Dolby Theater? Because it probably sucks. I don't know. It's getting great reviews, Henry. <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, cinema goers were like, let's cut DC some slack. Let's call yeah. some of these bad movies good. It'll make them feel yeah, nice. Exactly. Yeah. So, All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in the Dole. I went in the Dolby. That was great. Uh, then I snuck into Captain Marvel. N- enjoyed myself. 
And All right, so no big stories here. No, there really weren't. Edison. There weren't big stories. But then I went to go see Dumbo, Henry. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Tim Burton's Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, I'll have to insert that into my Tim Burton rankings of the show eventually. Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito. They're both in there. Oh. And the kid is Thandy Newton's kid. Okay. <laughs> um, Whatever. Colin Farrell's in there too, Hank. Uh-huh. He's doing wow. sort of a, you know, a, I'm an old-timey New Yorker accent. He's done that quite a bit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He always did. He does that in phone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's me, Colin Farrell. So um, you saw Dumbo, huh? I went to go see Dumbo. Now I, I was... wanted to see well, I want I'll see every Tim Burton movie. Right. I like the original Dumbo. Of course. I thought it'd be a you know, it was that or Shazam. They were starting at the same time. I just I had just seen Captain Marvel. I'm not gonna watch another fucking superhero movie. I understand that. I, I would have just gone home, but I get it. Yeah. Not me. I saw Dumbo. And yeah. um it was uh a little boring at first and I was starting to get hungry, okay? I hadn't eaten. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um. So Want some I, peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how strongly feathers feature in Dumbo. I haven't seen Dumbo in three decades. So Neither. I, I mean, I hadn't seen it since I was a real little kid. But like it was right. like plot points were coming back to me as they showed up in the movie. But anyway, so I went out to concessions. I was like, I got this five dollar gift card. The movie was free. All yeah. right. I'll get some candy and a soda. So um, went up to the concessions counter, ordered Sour Patch watermelon and a cherry. They're decent. They're decent. Yeah. And a cherry Coke Zero. All right. Okay. So um, they gave me a tiny bag of Sour Patch watermelon, <laughs> and they gave me a cup. All right. They don't even fill the cup anymore. Wow. They just gave me a cup and then I give her the five dollar gift card. OK. Yeah. She puts it through. <laughs> All right. Here I'm expecting to take the candy and the and the cup. No, and just you're not leave. No, nope, no. Sorry. The five dollar <laughs> gift card. Well done. You've used it. Eight dollars and twenty five cents, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah beauteous beauteous yeah listen so that That'll was uh, yeah. that was rough going hank when i saw captain marvel i actually had enough points on my uh uh blue collar version of the amc stubs card that i had it free so I saw Captain Marvel for free, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to get myself a large popcorn. <laughs> what, were you watching a lot of Leprechaun movies at the yeah, time? Yeah, I, I can't get it out of my head. I was gonna, I'm going to get myself a large popcorn and a Diet Coke. Okay. You know how much that was? How much? Sixteen seventy-five. $17. Yeah, <laughs> that's unbelievable. You honestly, if it it should be like okay, seventeen dollars for five more dollars, we'll give you a hand job. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. All right, All Hank. Right. Yeah, let's do it. So you had an easy go of it. That's good to hear. Yeah, I didn't have to move. Last couple of movies I've seen, I've had to move a few times. Uh, Pet Cemetery, good crowd. Great crowd. Love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what did you think of the movie? Um, all right. I. Oh wait, wait. I guess I should talk about like the director and all that shit. Yeah, since I actually saw these two guys, I actually saw. Really? This is Kevin yeah. Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. Yeah, I saw their film that uh, I believe it's their only other feature film. Uh, Starry Eyes. No, they have another feature film called Absence, as well as a feature-length documentary about Chuck Palahniuk. Really? Yeah. That would be interesting. Mm. Wow. 
Um, no, I saw Starry Eyes when I first got Netflix and was trolling around. Ooh, I've seen their episode of Scream, the TV series. Sorry. That's okay. So you, you've seen their work. I have. But tell yeah. me about this Starry Eyes picture. Starry Eyes was cool, man. I liked it. This is maybe, whew, I saw it maybe three and a half, three years ago, something like that. I, I just watched it on a whim. It was new. I was new to Netflix streaming and uh, was just ready to take a chance. It looked interesting. It's, it's, it's a rather gruesome movie, but it's a pretty cool uh, horror movie. I thought it was really well done. And I had no idea it was these guys doing Pet Cemetery. I had when I looked back. I was so, like, did you find out before you saw the movie? Find what? That they were no. directing it. Oh no, no, no. After. Oh, yeah. interesting. Because I was wondering was if good. that like brought your your hopes for the film high. No, I'm glad I didn't because I I, I kind of glad I didn't. I wouldn't have wanted. To, I, I I went into this and uh, who the fuck are these guys type thing. So, uh, yeah. Got um, it. I. Uh, I'm not. I have writers to to credit. I was gonna tell you to credit the writers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. There's uh, one fella named Jeff Bueller's who wrote the Midnight Meat Train all those years ago. Uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. And uh, let's see. He's got his partner Matt Greenberg. I don't think they're actually partners. I think they both just took swipes at the script. You know. Yeah. Um, this guy, he uh, worked on uh, Halloween H2O all those years ago. Oh, and right. Reign of Fire. That's a hilariously fun movie. Yeah. And he also uh, worked on 1408. So these are two horror film writers of some note. All right. All right. Looks like uh, the, the uh, Jeff Bueller fella is... Um, He's already signed on to write the new, sorry, the Grudge movie. There's going to be a new Grudge movie. Yeah, yeah. You remember all those The Grudge movies? Oh, I sure do, which were remakes of Japanese films, and now we're going to remake the remake. Yeah, now we're going to remake the remake. I mean, it might be a reboot. Hey, listen, don't give the remake shit, because the original director of Juon directed the remake. I wasn't really going to give a shit. I, I didn't even see it. so. Yeah. Oh, but they're not very good. I don't know why I'm defending them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. It's all that residual Sarah Michelle Geller love, Henry. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, so, Pet Cemetery, what you think? Oh, we're, we're there now? No, okay. wait. I remembered another thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Henry, uh, this film was made for $21 million. All right. And um, that's too much, probably. They could have chopped some money off of that. Maybe, yeah. Lithgow ate up like $15 million of that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he warrants a hefty sum. Yeah. Uh, no, it may, it's so far made 42.3. So it's making its money back. Hopefully it has a decent go of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to see Pet Cemetery sequels. Sure. Um, okay. It's currently at number twenty <laughs> on the 2019 box office, right between "Happy Death Day to You" and mm. "Fighting with My Family." Do you want to hear the I, I top don't... ten movies of 2019? Yeah, sure. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Number ten. Is still Escape Room. Jesus. That was a horror movie. Number nine, I'm happy to say, is Tyler Perry's A Medea's Family Reunion. Oh, that's sad. Hopefully these numbers will change by the end of the year. I think they might. Yeah. Number eight is Dumbo. Oh, all right. Number seven is Alita Battle Angel. Oof. All right. Number six is the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Okay. Uh, number five is The Upside. With Brian okay. Cranston in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Number four is Glass. Really? Still, wow. yeah. All right. Number three is Us. Okay. Number two is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Okay. And number one by far, of course, Captain Marvel. That's your 2019 top 10.
And uh, you did not say your Dumbo uh, review. Oh, I ended up enjoying it. It's it's almost really? two, it's almost two hours, so it's like a half hour too long. Ooh. But it was it was like nice and sentimental. It reminded me a little of like Big Fish, but with a flying elephant. All right, and fucking Dumbo is cute, dude. Yeah, yeah, I so cute. <laughs> I get it. I, I hear you. All right. All right. What do you think of this baby? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask you first. Oh, look, you've, yeah. you've grown what? patience. Yeah, you go. Thank you, young grasshopper. You go. I'm calling you young. All right. That was a joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not for, it's not for me. It's not for you, Henry. This is so similar to the feel and the tone and the the you know mediocre acting and the it, it, it listen mm. it's it's so simple to the original that it's like fucking you should just say to a new person that's mm. going like a young person going to see this pet cemetery remake yeah this is not going to be one where it's like I'm going to be like, wait, did you see the original? <laughs> no, listen, this is Pet Cemetery for a new generation. Let these okay. new jennies have it. I'll take it with the 90s one. But uh, this is fine. Uh, I, I actively much... liked the ending. You know, that was the only part that changed. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I, uh, well, not the only part. Pretty um, much. Oh, well, gender swap. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I, I pretty much felt the same way. I, it's three stars uh, for me. Yeah, it's three stars. I I didn't really have a problem with it. I, I did think back, though, to the original, and I feel like this was slicker with better acting, but the original I found more disturbing. Oh, uh, 100%. I, yeah, like, I, I you don't have Fred Gwynn in this one, but uh, I thought Lithgow was fine, needed more screen time. Absolutely needed more screen time. I agree. What was uh, up with like halfway through the movie? They just he put him to sleep, right? Like he put something <laughs> yeah. in his drink. Yeah, he knocks and him then out. Lithgow so just like sleeps through the events of the next like twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, very odd. And then it, nothing really comes of it. Like if Lithgow was alive, like he couldn't have gone and gotten his kid. Like fucking John Lithgow is so powerful. Yeah, I don't know. That that was an odd choice. I mean, the, I, I I didn't mind the switch at all from the the little boy to the girl. I thought that was fine. No, who um, gives a shit? Right. It didn't really matter. Um, I, I did think the ending was cool, but I didn't think it was as dark as the other one. Um, well, I didn't. Ex- what happens in the other one? I mean, as I recall, it's not really, even though we just watched it a few couple of months ago. I mean, isn't he stuck with basically his dead family in the end, right? Pretty dark. Like, he's alive, but they're all dead, right? And it's kind of left. In this one. No, in this one, they're all dead. I mean, they're just a happy family of zombies. and The kid's the alive, horror, right? Right. Well, not for long. Right, I, mean, I know. Well, that's but, the implication. Right, but I mean, the impl- the the horror of the other one, I I thought was that you know he's done all this shit and has to live with it, you know, and so in this one, it's kind of a happy ending because <laughs> they just start. He kills one, and the other one kills one, and they all kill him, and now they're all they don't have this sort of uh, monkey's paw thing to deal with, and so. Uh, I mean, I guess it worked, but I think it would have been a much more tragic ending to sort of trap him as a as the lone survivor in this fucking crazy thing. And so to turn them all into zombies, I thought was a a weird choice. I don't know. I, I, well, they they want it to be a franchise, and it's a disturbing sight. I thought I thought it was uh, pretty good. Yeah, you know what I you know what I noticed. Uh, Oddly, I, I didn't think I would even notice like omissions of plot. 
Um, I was waiting for the uh, story that uh, would have been John Lithgow in this case, that he tells Lewis Creed uh, about the World War II or the Korean veteran who comes home and the father buries him in the pet cemetery and comes back. Do you remember that? Yeah, that I kind of remember that. Part of the first movie. And they just totally eliminated it. I, I thought that would have been pretty neat to see that because you could have seen like what he's... I don't know, there's a lot like left... To the imagination, but it didn't feel like it was because it wanted you to imagine. It just kind of felt like it didn't feel like filming it. <laughs> I know? mean, there's maybe, but there's less character development. But I mean, Jason Clark is. is like way better than the of last course. guy. Oh, and so is Amy Simons. I mean, who I love anyway. But yeah, you know, course. I didn't know who that was, Henry. I saw her name in the opening <laughs> credits. I saw her name in the opening credits. Amy Simons. I got it mixed up. I thought it was Amy Pites. I don't know who that is. <laughs> she played Caroline's best friend on Caroline in the City. Yeah, and, we've got Amy Simons. And yeah. this actress kind of looks like that actress. And so when she showed up in the movie, I was like, God, that girl from Caroline in the City looks great. Oh, my God. Now, this is Upstream Colors... Uh, Amy Simons. I've never Alien seen Co that. Oh, that's you gotta see that. An alien, an alien Covenant. She didn't leave an impression. <laughs> she didn't leave an impression in what? Alien Covenant? Yeah. Well, Michael Fassbender was too busy making impressions all over that movie. So yeah, that's the only thing I remember because it was good. Uh, makes sense. I agree. Um, but yeah, like I thought that uh, just certain things. Would have would have made the movie better. Uh, I I I kind of wanted to see Jason Clark and John Lithgow become like, like because we're more better friends. Because like in the original, we're treated to like endless soliloquies by Fred Gwynn in his endless supply of Budweiser, uh, talking to Lewis Creed on the porch. Like they're really buds. And I know. Kind of not really. And yeah, I, thought, I was okay with that though. Listen, by the way. Yeah. No bud in this movie. These guys are scotch drinkers. Yeah, they they go right to the point. Yeah. Yeah. They go get true. the brown stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what do you think of the 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 sister stuff, her Amy Simons' sister memories? I mean, that is unnecessary in the story. So it remained so in this. Oh, but it was so, it was one of the high points, uh, disturbing-wise, of the original, I thought. Yeah, and here too. the The original is way more disturbing for whatever reason. But I, you know, that You're shot right. of like her mangled back is pretty fucked up. That was fucked up. Yeah, I only uh, there were a few jump scares. I believe I only had one though. Jump. I didn't. You know, jump. Was it sure, the I dumb waiter? Uh, yep. <laughs> Which is so dumb because. Uh, it's you see it coming. It's supposed to be coming. It still got me. She peers up there, yeah. looking at it. You know, they Holy timed shit. it right. They really did. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I will say, enough dumb waiters in movies. Nobody has a dumb waiter. Back to you, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> That's your comment. You remember uh, Old Town? Remember that bar? Yeah, of course. They had an, a dumb waiter there. Remember that? And I'm not talking about the live staff. Oh, right, right. Because they'd send food upstairs through it. Yeah. Yeah, that? I do. Yeah. That was a the great bar. Uh, check it out on that one episode of Gossip Girl they filmed there once. There's a lot of stuff filmed in that bar. I know, but that was the only one I caught. Like like I was just watching something randomly, and I was like, holy shit, that's all right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Boy, we're really giving the listeners a bang for their buck. What, uh, <laughs> this what, is not, this isn't a Patreon. This is free. I know that. I know that. I know that. Yeah. We don't have uh, to do shit, motherfucker. <laughs> We've already matched the length of our Supergirl episode, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, overall, I, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was agreeable. Um, <laughs> I knew I, this I would happen, Henry. This is a flat three, man. It's a flat three. It's like a flat uh, Pepsi. I, 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 there was nothing that I was like, you know, 
uh, sorely mad at or anything, but there were it could have been I thought better. I was um, reasonably spooked by it. The, there weren't any high highs with the scares. It's not smart, but it's watchable. The performances are, I think, invariably good. All of them are good. And, um, you know, it, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's and funny. it's not gross. It stays on the right side of that. That's true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, it could, I mean, it could have been a, a complete and awful train wreck. And the uh, cat I mean, was really cute. This time, I agree with you. Oh, thank you. I prefer New Church. I uh, like them both. They're both adorable. Yeah, I know you do, but, uh, I, I liked, uh, some of the, some of the visuals, uh, were, were pretty cool on that. Uh, so, you know, I think these guys know what they're doing. Uh, it'd be neat to see them do another, uh, something, uh, original. But now that you mentioned that Chuck Palahniuk thing, I, I think I'd like to check that out. Oh yeah. I remember them selling it through his website. So he must've been like approved of it or something. All right. Um, this was well, like when I was in high school. <laughs> like that's when it came out. Probably around okay. the time of like, wow. you know, Diary or Lull like his fifth or sixth books. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Um. Okay. Well, three stars for you. Three stars for me. Uh, my MVP is going to Amy Simons. All right. Um. Real I'll go ahead and say. You gotta go Lithgow. But yeah. Jason Clark was really good, and I mean, and it's funny because like Lithgow's no fucking Fred Gwynn. That that's way better. But just Lithgow on his own is so fucking weird. I I agree. I agree. Lithgow is fine. He he's an, he's enough of a persona that it it works. Uh, did you catch the little meta joke in there about Church? Um, what? That he's named after Churchill, and the girl says to Lithgow, do you know who that is? And he's like, oh, I know who that is. Oh, my God. I didn't catch that. He plays Winston <laughs> Churchill on the crown. And I caught it. That's funny that you didn't, and I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely intentional, right? <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me, man. Um, I thought the girl was good when she was a zombie. I thought she did that very well. I thought the uh, girl was fine in general. I thought both kids were pretty okay. You know, the second kid, the you know, the boy, he looks so much like the kid, like Miko Hughes or whatever from the first one. Uh, I, I thought the same thing, dude. I, I honestly was waiting for the end of the movie to look up. I, I thought it really, like, it might have been like an in-joke, like it was that kid's kid. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. It is spooky. Yeah. yeah. That was the scariest thing about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's more of them. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but, I, I, you know, who would you give your LVP to? Um, Boy. I'm trying to even remember. There's only like four people in the cast. I know. It's, it's not that easy. Oh, you know what? Well, nah, but it's not the actor. The actor's fine. You know what I could have totally done without? What? Um, waste of time. Uh, the the pan the Victor Pancow character. They did nothing with that. Who's guy. that? The 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 bicyclist who gets his brains knocked out in the beginning, and then sort of like half-assed follows. Henry, Lewis. you're totally right. Every time that dude showed up, I lost interest. Yeah, it just, it's, I don't even see the point of the character at all, but it, it was not used effectively. No, so Jason Clark doesn't need that guy to creep him oh, out. Just like creep. zombies everywhere. Yeah, that's, so that character, uh, Pancow, that's my LVP right there. You know what else I didn't like, Henry? You know that there was that sort of, like, um, procession at the beginning of the movie with people wearing, like, yeah. animal masks? Yeah, what happened to that? I, I think... That is like the people who have risen from the pet cemetery. I think that was them. And okay. I, I think they're trying to like open up the world a little bit, honestly, to, so they can set it up for sequels. Oh, okay. So you don't think, yeah. So because... I think the reason that felt out of place and weird in this movie is just it's not part of this movie, it's setting up something for later. 
think you're probably right, which also could explain there's also a lot of talk about the Wendig- Wendigo. Yeah, the Wendigo. Wendigo. Mm-hmm. go and and that's told by Lithgow and then you're almost given to believe you see a sort of blurry kind of image that Lewis might see of it in the woods but you don't so maybe there's a setup for that um, so we'll see sure yeah it'll be um pet cemetery 2 the Wendigo <laughs> and it's pet cemetery 3 um zombie land procession yeah. yeah, the procession. There's, yeah, there's, already, there's already a shitty movie out there uh, uh, called Wendigo. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's also an X-Men character called that. Oh. Um, so, Henry. Yeah. You know, because they, they, they could do that with this like they did with The Conjuring, man. I saw the fucking trailer yeah. to that new Annabelle movie. Did you see it? I did. Okay. And, like, the way they, they do it now is, like, the house of the Conjuring universe. <laughs> they literally say the Conjuring universe. Yeah. And they've left the, – they've whoever came up with this particular idea is a fucking genius, okay? I can picture them in the marketing room thinking of sequels for the Conjuring after, like, the second one, right? And they go, well, the doll freaked everybody out. Let's do that. And maybe the nun. Why don't we just go through the room that is kept locked? Because there's like 30,000 objects in there. But I feel so like this never is. never run out of things to make movies about. I know. I know. It's true. <laughs> but I feel like yeah. this has evolved over the years, Henry. Like when they first released Annabelle, I feel like it, like they didn't really advertise the conjuring connection i didn't even know when we started doing this show that annabelle was related to the conjuring oh really yeah okay and then yeah and then like they started putting out other stuff and it was like they it'd be like little like the conjuring presents the nun right and now they've had so many hits that they're just saying like the next chapter in the conjuring universe Yeah, I've seen them all. Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen any of these Annabelles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen everything in their little universe. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. We'll keep going. Yeah. The universe. Very degree. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why they're doing that, but I get. I mean, I don't even think they need to, but to no, make that's, money. No, that's the thing now. Yeah, I guess. Guilt by association. Mm. All right, guys. Well, that's Pet Cemetery. Uh, see it if you want or don't. <laughs> right? Guess what? If you've seen the first one, don't. If you haven't, go ahead. Yeah. That's my review. Yeah. 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 Now, we are going to do something on this nice bonus. Superhero episode. count? <laughs> None. Really? Zero. Wait, John Lithgow hasn't. How has he not been snatched <laughs> up? That's what I thought. He should uh, be in fucking Thor. I went through everything, man, of his. I, he's the one I thought I'd get, and uh, not a thing. No. A voice? That's so crazy. Not interested. He's an artiste. He wants nothing to do with such things. Just pet cemeteries. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> uh, so, uh, may I finish? Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. Sheep, 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 sheep. Shabshi, shabshi. Can't finish, can't finish. All right. <laughs> we are unveiling me for the first time, Dan for the second time, but he will be his, I believe, revised slightly. slightly. It is time. It is time. That's right, folks. 2018 top 10 lists. Tis done. Took me a while. Got a few honorable mentions. They will be mentioned. I, I you go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, Dan and we will do our top ten of the year. We'll see how much we disagree on our lists. I'm sure I'm going to take some heat from from my co-host here. Probs. All right, here, here's my honorable mentions. Do you have any, by the way? Yeah, I'll throw some out. Yeah, you better. All right, Black Panther. Hmm. Can you ever forgive me? 
Yep, that's in my honorables. Unsane. The Avengers Infinity War. The Old Man and the Gun. Caliber. And 22 July. Right, okay. Great films. These are all great films. Here's my honorables. Annihilation. Mm. Thoroughbreds. Flower. Unsane. You were never really here. Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. White Boy Rick. First Man. Bad Times at the El Royale. Widows. Roma. Arizona. And Private Life. Oh, wow. You had more than, well more than me. Okay. Good year. Good year. It was a good year. Any of those I would happily have on this list and not feel weird. Yeah, I agree, and I left off of some things like Creed Two, Mission Impossible. That I you put that on there. That was a good catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Creed uh, Two I, also great movie. Right, I know it was a damn good year. Uh, all right, everybody, here it is. You want me to go first? Please do. And the first argument is number ten. <laughs> Vice. Vice made the list. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean, that's a silly opinion for that to be better than a lot of the movies you mentioned just now. But look, it, I, it's funny. I went into my decision on that, and and I, I just really remember how much it made me laugh and how on point I thought it was, despite a lot of people not thinking it was. I I thought it was great, and I thought it was effective. I think and, it's uh, a good comedy, and yeah, that's the it, level on which it works. Well, the one that it that it was t- going to be in neck and neck with was it was pretty tough. Uh, all of my other automobile mentions obviously could have perhaps, but Black Panther that one hurt to take off because mm. of my Black Panther would not have been close to the list, Henry. Really, I love Black Panther, but if I'm going to put uh, an action movie from last year on my list, it's going to be Mission Impossible Six. You didn't even put Avengers in there, huh? No, and that's great too. But I, I mean, again, that's the third best of the big budget action movies that aren't on my list. Interesting. All right. So Vice is my number ten. What's yours? Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. My number ten is Leave No Trace. Oh, okay. Number ten. All right. My number nine. This movie rocks, and I know there's uh, one listener who agrees with me. <laughs> that is Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado. Oh, my God. Off to a terrible start, as per usual, Henry. Mine... <laughs> what a lovely sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> my number nine is Eighth Grade. No interest. You're such right. a fucking idiot. All right. Number eight. You're misogynistic and ageist. Ageist and misogynistic. Where's the misogyny one from? You know, it's female-fronted film. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Nice. All right. Uh, (laughs) My... (laughs) That's so funny. Number eight. Hereditary. Okay, great movie. Oh, I love oh, the way you're delivering these. Thank you. It's a big deal. <laughs> My number eight is The House That Jack Built. That has been on my Netflix queue for a long time, and it's still not out. Really? Weirdly, yeah. They're afraid Un- to get it. It's too heavy. Mm, all right, number eight. Number You know seven- what, Henry? I just realized something. That might have been an Amazon Primer. Oh, or, and that, that's why it's taken yeah, so long? Yeah, so, no, 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 I, I don't think they let Netflix rent those movies out. Well, it has it on there as, as it just says unknown. I know, but like, um, oh, you, you know that De Palma that. documentary? Yeah. I remember finding that in Netflix's database, and it was in there as like unknown for like a year, and then I realized it was streaming on another platform. Oh, so I might have to go elsewhere for that. Yeah, I think so. All right, thanks for the tip, buddy. No props, just the tip. Uh, no. <laughs> Number seven. First reformed. Number seven, okay. 
glad it's on there. My number seven. Yeah, my number seven, Henry, is a film that I like to call Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Didn't see it uh, on purpose. I'm waiting for when we get around to the Spider-Man, which, judging by our next pick, will probably be a very long time. But this is the best Spider-Man movie. That is such a bold statement. It's even F-Man. better than Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the best Marvel movie. Right. Right. <laughs> I forgot. I always forget about that, Homecoming. <laughs> I, re- I remember why I forgot about it, though. Right, right. It's not memorable. Uh, Number, all right, we're getting into this. By the way, if you like these rankings, check out the Patreon (laughs) and order up. Oh, yeah, sure. Just while we're speaking of rankings. Well, we're in the middle of this ranking. Say you're enjoying this segment. You're thinking, I'm enjoying this segment. I'd like more of it. You know what I'd say? Well, order up. (laughs) Peanut. Peanut for Dumbo, Dumbo peanut, peanut butter brittle. Okay. Peanut butter soda. <laughs> peanut butter soda. All right. Uh, interesting. Oh, well, he just shouts them out. He ain't ordering them. All right, number six. Widows. Widows made the list. Happy to see it. Loved it. Oh, yes. My number six. The fave. Oh. Okay, the favorite. Interesting. All right, and here we go, folks. Heavy hitters. These are the grand slams, the slap shots, the three-pointers, the touchdowns, the curling when the puck gets close to the circle. These are the heavy hitters of the franchise. Heavy hitters. First man. Oh, look at you. A very Henry movie in a very Henry spot. <laughs> My number five is Madeline's Madeline. Don't even know what it is. Check it out. Okay. Right. You didn't even you. I know for a fact you don't know what one of my honorable mentions was, but you didn't really give a shit, so you were like. I didn't oh, yeah. notice which one did. Oh, is it the second to last one? I said Caliber. Oh yeah, yeah, that is it. I I have no idea what that is. Great Scottish movie. All right. Great Scott. <laughs> That's right. Great Scottish movie. Great Scott. Go Flux ahead. Capacitor coming in at number four, the favorite. All right. Love it. My number four is Hered. All right. We've got some similar stuff. <laughs> it's Hered. Higher than me. Yeah, I loved it. Hered. <laughs> number three, If Beale Street Could Talk. Ooh, happy to see it so high, Henry. What a great film it was. It was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was truly incredible. Yeah. Mine, how about the score, Henry? Oh, I thought it was very good. I, I, uh, you and Jason Anthony Harris had pointed that out to me independently, and uh, so I was paying particular attention to that, and uh, it is uh, very good. Excellent, cool mixture of, uh, like, sort of a classical mixed with, like, some soul jazz mm, going on there. Yeah. Very- very tasteful, very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's classical but bassier. Yeah, very cool. Yep. Number three. Yeah. I oh, that's said. your number three. Okay. My number three. BK. Uh, sorry? The Black Klansman. That's number three. Yes. Okay. All right. Number two. I believe I have you to thank for recommending this to me. I think, uh, and that is number two, is Leave No Trace. Yeah, well, I think you heard me talk about it on the podcast. Probably. I have it much higher than you. Yeah, you do. Jeez, you loved it. I really, really did. It was, yeah. You love a scraggly woodsman, though. There you go. Do you like that movie, The Woodsman? The Woodsman. Oh, that Kevin Bacon joint. Yeah, where Kevin Bacon is molesting kids. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, uh, all right, man. You go, number, what's your two, number two, if Beale Street could talk. Ooh, all right. The number one movie of 2018 will live on <laughs> and end for me. 
black Klansmen. Yeah, sure. Listen, I'm not going to argue with that, man. Yeah, we have quite a few similar choices here. I think Vice and Sicario, too, are the ones you just very much disagree with no, me having. No, for on sure. This Even most of your picks were, like, in my, um, you know, f- honorables. Yeah. All right, what is Daniel's <laughs> one movie? He's having a tough time tonight, folks. Am right. I? Well, just finding your words. You yeah, know, I sometimes. I get it. First Reformed. First Reformed. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. I love everything about it. I related to it a lot um, as a uh, recovering addict. Yeah. And it's a great film. You rec- that's another one that, honestly, you recommended to me. You wouldn't have seen that? I didn't even – I don't believe that I knew about it because um, I, I, I saw it pretty early on, like into its uh, release on, on DVD because it, it came pretty quickly. That's what she said because it was it was not – not what she said when it comes to you. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah, great movie. Uh, I'm quite happy with my list. And so there you have it, folks. 2018. In the books. In the books. Subject to change. (laughs) Yeah, as always. Of course. All right, brother. All right. Well, everybody, that was our bonus episode for Pet Cemetery. I think we spent more time talking about everything else than the movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of that kind of movie. Yeah, it's fine. Check it out. Yeah. We will see you all uh, next week. Do you, Henry? Uh, rankings? How about that? Do you like Pet Cemetery more than Pet Cemetery Two? Oh yes. Oh, so you yeah. would rank them Pet Cemetery, Pet Cemetery, Pet Cemetery Two? Yes, the original, the remake, and then the sequel. Yeah, that's interesting. How about you? I guess I do the same thing, but I still like Two a little more than you did. I think. I hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Hank. All right, everybody, we're going to see you next week for our coverage of the X-Men. That's right. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, X-Men and X2, X-Men United. Don't know if it's part of the official title. It's on a lot of the shit. (laughs) Um, We'll talk talk about it. We'll talk about it. And uh, anything else to report? Uh, No, that's it. I'm happy. Patreon, do that. Do it. E- email, Twitter. <laughs> We're on email. all these platforms. Email, Twitter, Spotify, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gang. We will see you soon. We hope you have a lovely week. Happy trails. Happy trails. <laughs>